You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Crossbones After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show, it's AfterBuzz TV's Crossbones After Show. Are you ready, kids? Aye, aye, Captain. Somebody did this one already. Somebody did Spongebob. I didn't know that. That's right. Phil was pretty proud of himself, though, wasn't he? Yeah. It's okay. Thought of it ahead of time or something? I still see him smiling in the engineering booth. Hey, guys, welcome into the Crossbones After Show right here on AfterBuzzTV.com. Season 1, Episode 7, Beggar Man. I didn't know what that meant until we got well into the episode. We'll learn that. But before we get there, welcome in. Thank you guys for joining us, as always, this week. I'm Bobby. This is Kelly. Um, just doing our thing. Yeah, yeah. Let's get into it. Don't have a whole lot to say because, unfortunately, next week is actually the last Crossbones after show. Yeah. So if you haven't uh, said anything bad about us yet and you've wanted to... Just let it out. Let it out now, man. Let this week out. is the time. This yeah. week is the time. Um, let's jump into it seriously, though. Um, <laughs> okay. Before, we're going to talk about next week and the whole two-hour season finale. I want your thoughts on that. But before we do that, let's cover this week's episode. I thought this was one of the better Crossbones episodes there was. Don't even look at me like that. You didn't like it? No. Ugh. I mean, I guess there was a lot of information, and we found out a lot, but it just, it, there's just, really, I don't understand. First, Blackbeard's asleep the whole time. Yeah, because he had the trephine, he had that operation, you know, know. That he just, he went to sleep. I don't know, I feel like, well, I guess I feel like all crossbone episodes could be a little bit better. <laughs> I think that's something we're going to have to spend a lot of time at the end debating about. Yeah. But let's jump into this one now. Uh, we start with Nena. We start with Nena and James in this situation. And let's talk about that one a little bit because Nena, for as confusing as her relationship with Rose was, and we mm-hmm. never understood that, and we never understood what was going on, we knew she wanted to get off the island. Now all of her actions make more sense, at least to me. Why she did what she did with Rose, the importance of safeguarding against the letter, uh, um blackmailing Tom in multiple ways, losing her finger and all that stuff. So Nena, who was crazy and weird and kind of out there to me, is still crazy. But at least I understand her motives. Yeah, now. I'll give you that. Because now it's like, oh, I get why you were being... She's, a little she's shady. smart a little, in a way. You know, yeah, she's oh, 100%. slick because she fooled us because we thought she was super into... What's her face? Rose. But, but we still don't know what's her face. <laughs> she's dead. It doesn't matter. Yeah. We still don't know the motive... The reason yeah, why she wants to go so exactly. badly. I don't know. Although she did steal jewels from Blackbeard himself. Mm-hmm. So whatever the reason is, it's got to be something to where she is willing to literally die. You wouldn't take that risk. I know he's asleep, but you wouldn't take that risk with Salima there, with anything going on with Charlie and those guys, mm-hmm. if you weren't willing to die for it. So it has to be such a significant reason. I just wish I knew what it was. I know. I hope we find out. Do, that's what I'm saying. Do you think we're going to see her next week or is she gone now? I hope... I- I want like I kind of predicted that she is found. Um, I because I kind of want to have her back. You want I want answers, yeah. man. Because I want answers. And she's missing a finger. Yeah, that's nuts. That's dedication. Do you think she watched the Big Lebowski before 
enacting that plan. I'm just kidding. If you never, <laughs> you know, missing a toe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, I, I thought I was making. I thought you would laugh at that joke. I haven't seen Big Lebowski. Wow. Hold on, stop the show. Hang on. You are a comedian and you've never seen The Big Lebowski. Yeah. Yeah. Well, guys, it's going to be a one-man show from here on out, so thanks for joining me. I'm going to take It's on my list. It's on my list. Okay, well, you need to go home and watch it tonight. Okay, after multiplicity. Oh, man, you've never seen The Big Lebowski. Phil, have you seen The Big Lebowski? Indeed. And was it not the most amazing movie you've ever seen? Dude. (laughs) <laughs> I know he's the dude. I know, yeah. That's all I needed. All right. Let's talk about James now because we're going to talk about Nena throughout the episode with what she did. Mm-hmm. But the catalyst for her is James. And James, Kate's on-again, off-again husband, whatever, yeah. and on-again, off-again opium, by the way. Yeah, right? James and her kind of get together and, and make a plot to sort of blackmail Tom and make Tom look like the bad guy. And Nena sort of tells him what she needs from him and she has to find this letter and all sorts of stuff. Um... James has an interesting relationship because a couple episodes ago, him and Tom were really bonding. Yeah. Tom was really guilty about what he did with Kate. Mm -hmm. Tom was helping James get healthy. And now James has gone totally cold on Tom to the point where he moves him to an execution. Of course, James halts that execution, but he moves him to the execution. This is pretty serious for him. Is it just that he was so offended that he almost lost Kate? Is it just that what happened with Kate and Tom? Or is there something else going on with James? Does he have a loyalty to Blackbeard and he doesn't want to... I don't know. I think maybe he was suffering so much from not doing opium that he was just like so miserable that he's like, forget it. I'm going to get low because he, you know, even though he's nice now, he was still a man. He put me here, you know. And by low, we, of course, mean Richard Hannay. Tom Lowe is not actually Tom Lowe. Yeah. So James did, I guess, have that incentive to get the guy who was spying in Scotland on the Jacobite Revolution and all that sort of stuff. But that seems like a really long sell for a really long revenge at this point yeah. you almost I, I mean i've never been there but you might almost let bygones be bygones you're on a totally different pirate island you got different problems now yeah right and he helped you a lot yeah and... he kept you alive he helped you walk but i think maybe because we find out he did hear everything that uh low told kate so maybe that was kind of like the straw that broke the camel's back or whatever like that's it I gave him the benefit of the doubt, but I'm gonna... It could have been. I just, I've just i never been convinced with Kate that she had any love for either Tom or James. Yeah, Those relationships neither. never convinced me. And I don't necessarily think it was bad acting. I think Richard Coyle is a great actor who plays Tom. I think the guy who plays James is fine. And I think um, um, Claire Foy, who plays Kate, is great. There's nothing wrong with the acting there. I don't the even chemistry, know if though, is missing. Exactly. I, I don't even know if it's the writing or what, but there's something missing, and it's got to be that chemistry. And when I saw Kate with James and with Tom, mm-hmm. I wasn't convinced of love with either one no, of those No, I think she likes Fletch the most. <laughs> she did take up for Fletch. That's yeah. a good point. Fletch, if you think about it in this episode, because we're not very mm-hmm. going to talk about him very much, so yeah. let's bring him up. Yeah. Fletch had Kate take up for him. He had, what was the other uh, prostitute's name? Maggie? or No, no it starts with an N. It's, it's, I have it written down. Ne- and Nelly. Nelly. Thank you. Mm-hmm. He had Nelly kiss him on the cheek and kind of take up for him. He's now like a big surgeon dude for Tom when he comes back from yeah. being last or whatever. So Fletch is looking pretty good. I mean. Well, Nelly kind of almost hooked up with him before in a previous yeah. episode, right? So, I mean, he's got, he's got he's, some moves. He's got his thing going on. Yeah. When you talk about living on this island, there's a lot of people like Nena who want to get off the island or Tom who want to out it or Blackbeard who want to destroy it. Yeah. Fletch got it pretty good on the island. Yeah. 
And there's, I'm sure there's a lot of people that are like that. That's, you know, all the villagers and stuff. Yeah, the villagers. That's why they're there. Exactly. They're probably living up the dream. And if they can just execute like a British guy every now and again, they're cool. Yeah, yeah. Should have executed Tom. Um, Okay, so we have James and Nena. The thing that I found interesting about Nena was she is so devious and she's so cunning. And Mm -hmm. usually she's in so much control or likes to say that she's in control. It was funny to me when... She threatens to kill Tom in the middle of the city, in the middle of the village, threatens to, to kill Tom, Nellie, yeah. the baby, and Fletch. And then Tom says, you know, do it. We'll take your challenge on that one. You know, yeah. do it right here. Let's see what's going to happen. And they split up. The three of them split up away from Nena. And Tom goes and buries the letter that's not actually the letter and says you're looking in the wrong place. That's the first time to me that Nena has kind of been outsmarted by somebody that I can remember, at least on a big way, mm-hmm. has been outsmarted by somebody when she's usually in control. She was in control with Rose. Even though Rose was playing her, Nena was still intimidating and in control. Yeah. And she was in control with the real estate agent when she went to that island and was so aggressive with him to find a property. She was in control with Charlie and had agency with that. You know, hook up. Don't forget about that. I don't... What was the point of that, though? I have no idea. Just like... I have no idea. There are so many storylines in this show that have never been developed. Yeah, finished. Guess what? A big one of them is Antoinette. I don't mean to jump ahead on that, but Antoinette, Blackbeard's wife or whatever... We haven't seen a ton of development. We just kind of see specters yeah. a lot. We've seen her in prison for a couple episodes. But Nena's story with Charlie wasn't developed. Salima's story has been developed on and off. But why is she so big? I don't know. It's, yeah. The whole thing is really... It's confusing to write notes for this thing and then to have to talk about your notes and get them in order. Because mm-hmm. this is a soap opera. I mean, it is. It's a soap opera. There's 19 stories going on. It's tough to figure out. Yeah. Maybe we're just really dumb. That is probably part of Teach it. Teach us. That's probably... Teach us. A huge part of it yeah me not smart you know i just want to learn though why what's up with this show <laughs> well we only, have, we only have one more episode to learn so let's face it so we've got the letter situation we know how that goes down the reason i thought this was such a good show to jump to kind of the climactic scenes are those execution scenes i know it was overly done dramatic james mm-hmm. yelling to stop and he slices down the sickle or whatever and it's you know three inches from tom's head okay you know that's yeah. a television thing but all those execution scenes, first with Tom, then we've got James getting the lashes, then Tom steps in for James to get the lashes, whatever. That was interesting to me. You didn't like it? No, no it was good. It I'm, was good. I'm, I need a little violence And on they nights. did it well with, like, yeah. A little I, CGI on the blood spatter off the yeah, lashes the and stuff like that. Yeah, the first one, it looked real. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'll give it. And I like the whole letter thing, how slick she was with... Uh, hi, James kind of getting it from Fletch and just having him burn it. Yeah. So it had its moments. I'm not saying it was the worst <laughs> one. It had its moments. I'll take that. It's okay if it had its moments. Yeah. But Charlie in this one really comes off to me because he's so aggressive. He's so aggressive the entire time with Tom, wants to execute him the whole mm-hmm. time, but stays within the bounds. And then once Charlie finds out that James has been lying about Tom, Charlie's just as aggressive, but he doesn't misplace his anger. He's like, there are laws. We have to lash you. Sorry, bro. He's kind of stepping up his game because yeah. he knows that Blackbeard's indisposed or whatever. Exactly. Know. And Charlie is, has to be the leader now. Yeah. Even though Blackbeard probably would never give him the reins like mm-hmm. we saw before. But he he's, thinks he might. Yeah. And yeah. he's the de facto one right now because he's still second in command. And Lord knows Salima's not going outside. No, yeah. She didn't have the stomach to do that kind of stuff. Mm-mm. But so. yeah, I think he did pretty well because he was pretty fair for a pirate. In a way. Well, yeah. I mean, they do have a code. It's, yeah. the, it's the convict code, code man. Yeah, it's the yeah. criminal code. You know, I mean, if you're on that island, I guess you do have 
laws that you have to follow on some regards. So I believe that. Yeah. I thought that I thought that part was okay. Um, but it's interesting to see how with both him and Nena, how against Tom they are, and how against Tom Nena has been. Mm-hmm. Like from the start, she blackmailed him for a while. She blackmailed him, or or I shouldn't say blackmailed. She set him up. She framed him with uh, Rose's death with that necklace that she that Rose was holding that was Tom's, and yeah. she buried it with Rose, and then made sure Rose was found, and then framed but him with her own. Do you think that was early on, or do you think he just t- she just took it recently? I think it was re- I think it was relatively recently, but I think it was long enough ago that Nena had this in the works for a little bit of time. Yeah, and okay. she kind of knew it was happening because she knew she wanted to get off the island. She knew she needed more jewels, more jewelry, so she had to go to Blackbeard's place and steal it. She knew that she had to find a reason to get off the island where they wouldn't look for her, yeah. so she had to fake her own death. You know, and it's ironic that Tom goes in there with Rose's necklace initially to fake Rose's death to yeah. incriminate. Nena, and then Nena the turns way around. around, yeah, and has a much bigger fake death with yeah. a body part, just just like the Big Lebowski. You got to watch that. I gotta with a body part. You would love that movie, by the way. I probably would. You I really know would. a lot of people tell me to watch it. It's well, one of those. Things. Maybe you should take some advice. I, I always forget about it. <laughs> oh man, I have a DVD copy. I'm going to bring it next week. We'll celebrate the end of Crossbones with a screening of the Big Lebowski. We'll live tweet it. Okay. Um, yeah. After my leftovers, though. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. No, whatever. We'll, we'll live tweet at 2 in the morning. Trust me, people tune in for that. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, let's talk Blackbeard now, because Blackbeard... Um, is asleep the whole time. Pretty much. The recovering. Recovering. Right? Well, yeah. I mean, he had a huge hole. Literally a huge I hole in his head. I just want to see that coin. Me too, man. <laughs> I, I was going to say the exact same thing. I want to see that coin, too. I want to see what that thing is all about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I really do, too. <laughs> but at the end, then... Blackbeard ends up forgiving Lowe, and this is kind of the interesting scene for him, to mm-hmm. me, because Lowe takes all these lashes. Well, I guess, before we get to Blackbeard, how about Lowe, man? Pretty jacked, huh? Yeah, right? You can't, you can't notice that under all that clothing. I know. He does wear, like, kind of nicer clothing. He wants yeah. to be known as a surgeon or whatever, but yeah. dude's kind of jacked. Yeah. Just fix that hair, you know. Just yeah, well, it was 1729. I know. You can't, you can't fault the guy too bad. And he's coming. He's living on a pirate island. What kind of... I know. No, look look at Fletch. He never bathes, that kid. There's no sport so clips on Santa Campana. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. a, he's not going to Great Clips for his, like, mm. you know, nine ninety nine haircut. Which, by the way, if you check in online on Great Clips and places like that, you get a discount. Oh, really? Found that out on Friday. Good to know. Yeah. I usually go to Supercuts. These people are not paying us for these comments, no. but they should be. <laughs> um, no, there's none of that on that island, so I understand what you're saying about his hair. But mm-hmm. after all this happens, when Lo is struggling with the lashes and having to then recover and have surgery or whatever with uh, with Fletch getting ready, Blackbeard forgives him. Yeah. And it was it was an interesting scene, but it was also kind of a redundant scene to me because we know that Blackbeard and Lo already see each other as equals. Yeah. So I guess... If Blackbeard's going to do this and explicitly forgive Tom and literally pretty much say it's forgiven, I think he used that word. Yeah. If you're going to do something like that, then this would have to be the end of the beef between them or whatever supposed beef was going on. So I would assume that in the finale coming up, the two of them will be working together in some way against some other party. Will they? I don't know. I don't know. I I still feel like... They're like, oh, we're equal, but still, let's kill each other, you know? I th- really? I feel like they still don't so like So it's it. still like forgiven, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, yeah. you're not really forgiven? Because mm-hmm. Blackbeard's just that kind of a guy? Yeah. And Lo kind of wants to 
you know, he's an English man when it comes down. I mean, he loves Kate, but he's going to find a way to win both ways. But you know? re- but remember from Blackbeard's perspective, we know that the surgery was unnecessary and Lowe was trying to buy time and create a situation. He didn't mm-hmm. need to cut open Blackbeard's head. Yeah, but... Blackbeard doesn't know that. Yeah. So to him, Lowe saved his life. He recovered. He's going to be eternally grateful because life is important to him. And he said he wants to stick around. He was sad about dying mm-hmm. before. Um, it wasn't like a, you know, I'm ready for death, whatever. We know he was sad about dying. So the fact that he, that Lowe saved Blackbeard's life tells me that Blackbeard's so indebted to him, I think he kind of meant it with forgiveness. Maybe. And I just don't trust Blackbeard. Wow. I like I'm Blackbeard. Never... How about Blackbeard's visions? Yeah. When when he actually was Blackbeard. Hey, congratulations. Seven Finally. episodes in. Woohoo! No, yes. none of those candles, though. You didn't have those, how you said he has candles. He sometimes. does, yeah. The real Blackbeard had, like, literally candle sticks in his beard and he would light them on fire. Yeah. This is badass. Like, come I on. I want to see that. Like, come want, on. I'm yeah. trying to get a tattoo and think it's badass. This dude was lighting fire in his beard. Yeah. Um, but, anyway, seven episodes in, we finally see Blackbeard for what he was, which was black hair, black mm-hmm. beard. Looks like the guy. And we see Jagger again, and Jagger is so aggressive with him. So are these dreams, we were talking about this, this is a dream sequence of some kind when he's in his comatose state or whatever it was. But are these actual things that happened in the past to him and he is reliving them in his head? The Jagger interrogations, seeing Antoinette in the prison, stuff like that. Are those things that have happened in the past to him that he's reliving now? Or... Are they other specters of ways this could go or ways this could have gone or something with Jagger that's a hypothetical situation? I think they are the, the things that have happened in the past because it gives you that the whole dream sequence gives you a lot of information about who Antoinette is and yeah. everything and you know how they broke apart kind of how she's still stuck there and he's not because and it would be consistent in the story that she is still stuck there. We know she's still yeah. stuck there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Charlie's even in it, so it's. You know, and, and, and that's the thing. It's a younger Blackbeard because he's got all his hair and they try to make him look younger. And it's definitely a younger Charlie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He looks very... Charlie then looks very different from Charlie Yeah, longer today hair. Now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I don't think as many tattoos. No, uh-uh. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's still... I think it's... Yeah, I think he was just reliving his past. Or maybe it, maybe the surgery kind of opened up a new part of his brain where he's like, maybe he blocked out that past. Yeah. Because he... I don't think he even remembered Antoinette. It, at least he was acting so well that he didn't remember her. But now maybe he's re-remembering, oh, this is this girl, you know? That's an interesting point. So the surgery, which Lowe tells Blackbeard the surgery will alleviate the dreams and the specters and the nightmares. Mm-hmm. Lowe actually knows there's no point for the surgery and it won't do anything. Ironically, maybe the surgery will make more intense those dreams and things like this will come back to Blackbeard Mm -hmm. and it will get worse. And I don't mean to make a prediction yet, but I will. Maybe because they will get worse in the two-hour finale next week, maybe Blackbeard realizes the surgery didn't work the way he thought it would and then maybe he does not forgive low yeah. and take it out on okay you're 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 forgiven. (laughs) You have a you have a you have an out there. Maybe Blackbeard will be an enemy. Yeah. I don't know. I guess we can only wait and see about that. I know. Two hours. Two hours. What the heck are we going to talk about? I just hope a lot of things get cleared up. We can do a lot of prediction stuff with it, but mm-hmm. I just hope that a lot of things get cleared up with that because this is so. You it doesn't know feel like a finale coming up. Let's let's just let's just jump into it because we're going to talk about it for a while. Yeah. Let's do news and gossip right now. Okay. After Buzz TV news. Let's start with yours because yours is not as controversial as mine. I have a feeling yeah. we're going to go into mine for a little bit. All right. <laughs> 
Wait, uh, so mine is news. It's, uh, he was at Comic-Con with Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, Blackbeard was? Yeah. Or John Malkovich. John Malkovich, yeah. (laughs) Um, And they were just discussing the new movie that they're going to be in, The Penguins of Madagascar. And he's actually going to be playing uh, the bad guy to Benedict's good guy. Well, they're both trying to, I guess, make the penguins do stuff or something. And Benedict's playing a wolf. Um, an agent wolf, and he's playing an evil octopus. Do you do, do you hear the words that are coming out of your mouth? Okay, so so you got an uh, agent evil wolf and an or a wolf and an evil octopus trying to quote make the penguins do stuff. Yeah, okay. I think they're like because you know those penguins they are on missions and stuff in Madagascar. Right? Is, is this the sequel to Citizen Kane? Yes. It's 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 going to be a good one, but right? in color. But in color. <laughs> <laughs> um, when is this movie supposed to come out? No, they... November? Yeah, okay. November... It said it 12th or something. And this was, a, and this was a Comic-Con thing. They were down at Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, And I they gotcha. just met the day before, fun fact, because they were really? both doing voiceover, so they didn't... Yeah, they were all in a box, you know, voiceover. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. This is That's interesting, though. Could you imagine meeting John Malkovich and then just, like, going on stage or going to something like that with him and just kind of figuring it out? I know, right? And somebody like, I mean, any one of these successful actors is probably nothing for them. But it would be such a weird experience. Malkovich is not like a normal dude. And I mean that as a compliment. He's really cool and he's really different. But I would meet him and like, I don't know what I would do. I would just kind of sit there and like watch his mannerisms. Figure out his brain. Exactly. Like what Tom Lowe is doing to Blackbeard. Yeah. Exactly. I would want to see his head and see if he has the coin in his skull. (laughs) I doubt he does. No. Um, All right. Our second piece of news, and this is going to open up a good debate for us. We have talked about it. You guys know about it. NBC is burning off the final three Crossbones episodes. There were supposed to be ten. This is number seven. Next week they will do number eight and nine together in a two-hour finale. And number ten, or whatever it was, has just kind of... disappeared. It's gone. Um, it's with the Spanish Armada that we've never heard anything about since about three episodes ago. Yeah. Um, now, here's they're the thing. They're just still on the boats. That's what they're doing. <laughs> number, number ten is with the uh, is with the chronometer <laughs> that we haven't heard about since like episode three. That's where number ten is, or it's with Rose Listen, being buried. It took buried. a while to travel back in the day. All right, it takes some time. <laughs> so, so episode ten is going to come out four months from now. Yeah, <laughs> this, the real season finale. Um, ratings are really low for this show. I know we've talked about it, but it had a zero point five rating the most recent episode last week, which is not so good. Um, and it's just, even though it's on NBC and we've talked about Dateline preceding it, ratings have not been good for Crossbones, so it hasn't been announced to us yet. But I have a feeling next week is probably it. Mm-hmm. So my question for you, Kelly, and we're going to open this up to you guys on iTunes or on YouTube or on Twitter. We want you to tweet us, comment on YouTube, and honestly tell us your thoughts because we have our own. Did this show deserve to be canceled? Did it deserve a better situation than it found? What's your... Not necessarily the theme of the show itself, but but the life of the show, the business side of it. Did it get a fair shake, or was it just a crappy show that was dying anyways? Man, why are you making me answer this first? I'm going to be like the bad guy. No, be honest. I mean, I think, I mean, we both were entertained by this show, but I think if we're honest, there were a lot of problems with it too. And some of the problems were and are, I guess supposedly it could be renewed. I doubt it. But some of the problems are Friday nights, summertime, mm -hmm. NBC, no offense NBC, but like, what are you doing on Friday nights in the summer? Not watching TV. They kind of did it to themselves by putting it on Friday night. But is the show the best show but I mean, look at what NBC has going for them now on during the summertime. Not because we were just talking yeah. Taxi Brooklyn. 
They could have easily put crossbones instead of Taxi Brooklyn. <laughs> it would have been a little more mad. I have never seen Taxi Brooklyn. I've never seen it either, but the premise. Just, oh, exactly. The previews of it were enough for me. So hey, at least it could be worse. Yeah. Um, I will say this about crossbones. A couple things that I was thinking about. First off, for a pirate show, very little pirate action. Very few sword fights. Nothing on ships. No voice, like piratey voices either. No piratey voices. Like I would have taken a little stereotypical pirate stuff. Just one guy, maybe. Very little pirate. One action. weird guy, like one dude. One guy. Just want to smee. I just want to. <laughs> Tough time slot. We talked about that, and and really maybe the time slot. If you build it, they will come. And there have been good shows in those kind of time slots before. I believe Blue Bloods on CBS. Mm. And I think Fringe, right? Yeah. Maybe. yeah. There have been good Friday time slots. So it's not just the time slot. Another thing to me, though, is this kind of bizarre storylines. They've thrown everything to the wall to see what sticks. And some of them do. I find Richard Coyle pretty interesting. Tom Lowe's pretty interesting story. I'll mm. watch those things. Some of them don't. Nena never really game to me. Kate's romantic interest never really came to me. Mm-mm. So it's when you throw everything against the wall and see what sticks, yeah. something will stick, but it won't stick like you want it to. Yeah, I agree. I feel like they. I feel like the writers just wrote the show right before it had... You know, I feel like they didn't really have an arc or an idea of how yeah. it was going to end. That's what I... Because they just... Sometimes they're like, oh, that storyline didn't work. Let's not talk about that yeah. ever again. No, I 100% agree. And yeah. I'm sure it was more... I hope it was more complicated than that in the writer's room. Yeah. But that's what it came across as to mm-hmm. me a little bit. And that's the real... The biggest problem I have with this is there's no clear objective in the show. Everybody has multiple objectives. Blackbeard wants to stay alive. Maybe mm-hmm. he has this hellburner. Maybe he's in love with Salima. Maybe he trusts Tom. Maybe he doesn't. You've got Tom with about 15 different objectives himself. You've got James. You've got Nena who has these weird objectives that... Yeah. The last episode is next week, and we still don't know what Nena's objectives are. Mm-hmm. So it's there's there's not a single storyline to follow. There's not a single... I respect that you want to have parallel yeah, stories. They, and you want to keep like the audience in the dark, but... Let us have... Just give us something. Give you us know? a little light. Yeah. You know, keep us in the dark, but give us a nightlight. Yeah. That's all I'm asking. It is a really pretty show, though. It is. And that's... A, and <clears> that's <throat> it's like a movie. And that's probably another reason why it may not come back, is it probably cost a ton yeah. to make. Which, I mean, they did that well. I love the cinematography. I love props, costumes. I know it's a little unrealistic how they live. How, did you see Nena's place? Her home? Yeah. That was like a something off, like... Like Kardashians would vacation there. Yeah. Okay, like that was there's no doors though. It's crazy. That was but... a ridiculous place, and yeah. I'm like 1729. I don't know, but I'm okay with that stuff. Like it was cool to look at, and I mm-hmm. think that was an important part. And the last thing for me, and I will be interested to hear your thoughts. I don't think this show had any real stars, except Malkovich. I think Malkovich, as great as he is, and as well known as he is, does much better as a supporting actor. Look at him in anything else. Con Air. I know you're going to say. Look at him in the movie Rounders. Have you ever seen Rounders? With Matt Damon, John... I saw it a while ago. I don't really remember him in it, though. Incredible movie. Matt Damon, Edward Norton. That's a movie to watch for real. Mm -hmm. Like, watch that before Big Lebowski. This is a great movie. But Malkovich plays an unbelievable supporting character in that movie and literally makes the movie, and he's only in, like, six or seven scenes. He's so good, and he has so much energy, and I don't think he did poorly. I think he was fine in this, but I think he does better in a more supporting role than the title role of Blackbeard. And when you argue about it, maybe Blackbeard wasn't even the title role in this show. Yeah, maybe, maybe Tom was low, the title yeah. role. And, and no offense to Richard Coyle, but I didn't buy him as much of a leading man in this instance. He's a great actor. Mm-hmm. I didn't buy him as much of this leading man in this instance. I, I, I don't know who I would have gone with, but I might have gone with somebody different. Well, I think... 
I don't know. They're very. They're from the UK. A lot of them. Yeah. So maybe it doesn't translate with Amer. You know, American. Pe- we like. Penny. I don't know, man. Have you ever seen Penny Dreadful? That's a UK show, and it translated like crazy Is it? to me. Yeah. Well, Josh Hartnett's in it though. That's true. So. <laughs> All right. Point <laughs> taken. <laughs> point taken. But there are a lot of non-American actors. Mm-hmm. I know that Charlie. I forget his name now, but him and Rose are Australian. Are Australian. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, and the woman who plays Nena is British. So mm-hmm. there are a lot of non-American actors, and maybe it just didn't translate for me. And maybe people are saying, "Dude, you're." crazy Richard Coyle was great and Malkovich uh, is the man no so. I kind of agree because I don't know I feel like kind of John Malkovich was too acty sometimes he can get a little over the top which I like because it's quirky and weird yeah but it doesn't always call for it yeah yeah and I just didn't really care about any of the other people that could they didn't really give you anything to care about you didn't really see their vulnerability the person, especially with low the person I was most emotionally invested in I hate to say this was Fletch yeah it was Fletch. Yeah. Because you feel sorry for him. You don't want anything bad to happen to him. But he's also a likable guy. But he's also kind of not a likable guy because Lowe is not necessarily likable. And Fletch has blind loyalty to him. So you're like, dude, Fletch, realize that this is not the greatest. Yeah. And also, he's probably as in, in the dark as we are. <laughs> that's true. So we kind of relate to him. Like, hey, I don't know anything that's going on either. That's true. I just want answers. I want to know about this Hellburner. Yeah. I want to know what happened to Spanish. I want to know what happened to Chronometer. I want to figure out where Nena is. There's a lot to be done next I week. I want answers. Well, with that, let's give our own answers right now. Time for predictions. All right. And now, you're after Buzz TV. So should we even predict... Well, let me put it this way. Should we even watch the show next week, or should we just write the ending ourselves and call it a day? I mean, we might write a better ending. <laughs> but no, I'm kidding. We'll be here next week. It's not as pretty. We will be like, here next week as scheduled, but let's do some predictions. What's going to happen next week? You tell me. I think they're going to find Nena. That's what I said already. But I hope they do. God, I, I just want to know. I just want to know. And um, uh, I think they're going to kill her because what she's done you know oh if they find her they would have to kill her because she's definitely the one who's stolen jewels from blackbeard Mm -hmm. she framed tom which is a crime on this island regardless of who you framed you can't do something like that um they know she killed rose now because tom's not guilty of that they'd have to kill nena yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. and she knows that so maybe she doesn't want to be found she won't be yeah and i think what else i think kate and low are gonna continue to hook up because that's what they do always constant disappointment I don't know if we're going to ever... F- I don't know about... Do you... I should... I don't even know if I'm, oh, I'm going to parallel this. You probably don't listen to country music. No. Ah, okay. There's a country song by an artist named Easton Corbin. It's called Clockwork. And it is about... Stay with me. I'm going somewhere. And it is about a girl that he's hooking mm-hmm. up with, but he doesn't want to hook up with her because he knows... He likes her and she doesn't like him. She's using him. And every time they hook up, it emotionally damages him, and he has to start over from the bottom, and he doesn't want to do it, and he says he's not going to do it, but like clockwork, he does it again and again and again. <laughs> the reason I bring that up is that, I'm telling you, Clockwork by Easton Corbin, it's a great song, and it is, really it, is defined part of, it is defined part of my life for some time, <laughs> but the reason I bring it up is that is like what Kate and Tom's relationship is to me. Uh-huh couple episodes they'll hook up that's obviously wrong kate's married then a couple episodes they won't hook up and tom will work with james and stuff will happen then they'll hook up again then they'll get in a fight then they won't hook up then Mm -hmm. kate will defend him it's like it's like clockwork they're gonna keep going back to it and i hate it yeah i'm not buying it and they don't i feel like they don't even like each other no i don't yeah i totally agree with you it's just like 
they wrote this. Let's make out. And and it's almost like Tom, because he's the new blood on the island, he's not like a, you know, yeah. scurvy pirate, you know, whatever. He's like a little bit different mm-hmm. that Kate just has to have an interest with him because not many men come to this island. Not many. Once you're here, you're here. And when you're not here, yeah. you never show up. I don't know. I just think it's not a good idea, but I know, feel like it's, I, that's the one thing I'm confident it's going to, there's going to be at least a kiss. There's, oh, yeah. for sure. Maybe they'll ride off in the sunset together and go back to England. And Fletch will be there with uh, Nellie and her baby. That would be amazing. What if the baby is Fletch's? I'm just kidding. He hasn't been there long enough, but that He's would be amazing. He's got some magic going on down there. So. <laughs> Maybe he does. Uh, who gets executed next week? Does Tom die? Does Blackbeard die? I'm sure Blackbeard wouldn't be executed, but who dies next week? Hmm. Besides Nana. Nana. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, either either low or either Blackbeard. Either or. That's what I want to see. One really? of them dead. Okay. Or I want Jagger to just come and be like, found you guys, kaboom. Oh. And be like, deuces. That would be amazing if Jagger came back. Yeah. Be like, I know you guys think I'm crazy. Here's proof. I'm going <laughs> to kill you all. <laughs> True that. Yeah. I think Charlie will die next week. Okay. At the hand of Blackbeard. Mm-hmm. I think... <clears throat> I think James will die next week. Mm-hmm. Again, maybe at the hand of Blackbeard. Because James has kind of been working behind the scenes on a lot of people. And I know he saved Tom at the very end. But James is still doing a lot of wrong stuff. Yeah. Maybe and, he'll OD. And, that's a good point. He might actually. And James was working in tandem with Nena. So if they find Nena, maybe Nena outs James. Mm-hmm. So I think James dies. I think Charlie dies. I think we're going to have a lot more deaths in the last episode, I hope, in the two-hour finale. So. Than we've had all year long. Yeah. But just, instead of killing the storyline, just kill those people. Just kill everyone. Yeah. Kill everyone and let Lowe and Blackbeard ride off into the sunset. Yeah. Together. Yeah. I bet they ha- they have the best chemistry. They really do. Yeah. They, honest to God, they really do. Yeah. And, and bring Salima. She didn't do anything wrong. No. Yeah, we can bring her. That's, yeah, she's all right. Okay. Yeah. We've and com- Fletch. We've completely bottomed out. Yeah. <laughs> all right. The only way to do it next week is to see the show. We'll be back next week like normal. Um, As we get going, though... Kelly, social links, Twitter, stuff like that. Where can oh, people find you? You could find me at Holly Weirdo on Instagram and Twitter. And I'm at Bobby DeMiro on Twitter, at Mr. Bobby DeMiro on Instagram. And seriously, guys, the question we asked each other, did this show deserve to die? Did it deserve the fate that it had? What did you think of Crossbones going into last week? Let us know. So if you're on YouTube or whatever, comment below in that section. We would love to hear from you. And seriously, yeah, do here we, it. And if we're totally wrong about being so sour on the show, tell us. Make yeah, just call us out. We just want to know answer, your opinions and answers. Tweet us, do whatever. That's it this week on Crossbones. We'll be back like normal next Sunday for the special two-hour finale. Good night, guys. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.